0: Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike, with not Mike and Laurent. It is February 4th, Thursday night. I'm a little late, flying solo. In this episode, it happens again. Southampton are destroyed. 9-0 by Man United. Southampton within the space of 444 days Lose 9-0 again. They are only they've only happened three times, and they have it's only happened four times. The team has lost by nine goals, and it's been twice by Southampton. How does Ralph Hassan Hoodle handle it? And I guess maybe I have to be all a not out. I don't know. Uh, we discuss David Luiz doing his yearly implosion, dooming Arsenal 2-1 versus Wolves and other funky things. We'll cover the whole league, but first. Liverpool are not going to be in a title race because my beloved Seagulls and Graham Potter take them down. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about Burnley beating Liverpool for the first time at Anfield, and since you know, since the Peasants' Revolt of uh, 1906, and now, in the span of three weeks. Liverpool lose again at home. Same scoreline, 1-0 to the Seagulls. The Seagulls, Brighton, Hove, and Albion, or Brighton, Hove, and Albion, Albion, Hove, and Albion, uh, they just just beat Liverpool. Liverpool were slow. Liverpool didn't have it. Uh, Salah had a couple of chances. Liverpool did not play with Mane, but they did play with Firmino. Um, They just not at the races. They were slow. They were ponderous. They can't seem to break teams down at home anymore. And for Liverpool, who looked like after 2-3-1 results, looked like they were starting to roll again, they are back pondering what has gone wrong. And, you know, they're going to have to fight for the top four. They have to play my beloved Manchester City next. And... While I'm always afraid of Liverpool, especially when you have to go to Anfield, you know, this is probably the best time City are going to have to play against them. It's uh, going to be on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But they just simply are not there right now. Um, you know, I want to avoid the sort of standard narratives of confidence or whatever, but you know, Liverpool just don't have their players anymore. They are on year three of trying to play like a, a madhouse team. City had the same dip last season. It's really hard to sustain super duper high levels of excellence. City were great in 1718. City were great in 1819, dipped in 1920. Liverpool Did not chase City in the Centurion season. So this is really their third season trying to to play up. And City last season had their 80-point season. And this is Liverpool's 80-point season. Maybe they just don't have the gear. They're on track right now for a very low total of around 70. And I think they're going to have to fight to fit into uh, into the top four. But let's get to the other result. David Luiz imploding again in his periodic implosion <laughs> against Wolves. Uh, Arsenal were good in the first half. They created chances. They hit the post twice. Then on a little press, a little pass into uh, uh, Wolves' new striker, David Luiz is right behind him. He's, he's past him. He's on goal. His knee clips the foot of the attacker. Down goes the attacker, red card, penalty. It's unfair. It's barely a touch. The rule states if you didn't make a play for the ball and you take a player down, it has to be a red because it's a clear chance goal opportunity. Had he tried to tackle him, it would have been a yellow. A penalty is fine everyone's fine with the penalty it's the red that really kills the game and once that happens in the second half arsenal aren't really able to pick up the gear again because you know they just can't because they're down a man which makes things really really difficult and you have to run and run and run Um, and then bird leno in the 72nd minute just loses his head runs out with his hands up out of the box touches the ball boom arsenal playing with down to nine men you know, but Moutinho had a great goal. Uh, Pepe had, had a great goal. They were up 1-0, Arsenal. But, you know, it's a little bit of a back to the drawing board for Arsenal. I thought it would be a crazy uh, AFTV thing, but they really just lost their mind at the ref, and they go on and keep playing. Other results. Let's just go through the league after we covered our big things. No, 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 I have one more. One more huge thing. Sorry. Ah, uh, Poor Southampton get destroyed again by United. I think I talked about it already, but I, I want to formally sort of go through the goal scorers. This game also had ridiculous red cards. A young player in his first game for Southampton, 19 years old, gets a red two minutes into the game. On 18, Wambasaka Basaka scores. On 25, Rashford scores. Badarik has an own goal on 34. Cavani on 39. So by the end of the first half, United are up one, two, three, four, nil. Then on 69, Martial makes it five. On 71, it's six. Then there's another call here for Badarik. Again, he has an own goal and a penalty and a red card. They go to VAR for like a half an hour to see why they're doing this they're up six. What are you doing? Fernandez of course converts the penalty and two more goals are scored for, for nine. So the eighth and ninth goals are when, um, um, Southampton have, are, are down to nine men. Now United were clinical and Southampton clearly were broken. Once the man went off, once, uh, once Jankovic went off, uh, it was, uh, it was weird. Although I, Jankovic. Alex Jankovic sounds, you know, Polish. He's af- he's an African player. I don't know where they found him. Interesting. So United had 24 shots, 14 on target and nine goals. So they really clinical, really beat them. I feel bad for Hassan Hudl. He's got to pick his team up again. They lost 9-0 to Leicester last year in a similar thing. And it was the catalyst to turn the team around. So Hassan Hudl, who we love, uh, has to pull it back together. We've got uh, Potter, who we love, taking out. Uh, our boys in Liverpool so there's a bunch of good coaches that we are having to hang on with but let's just go through the table I'll go through the top 10 I've got a sentence on each player City easily beat Burnley it was a really good classy performance uh, Raheem Sterling and and um, Gabriel Jesus with the goals City have Liverpool next I'll talk about that after I go through the list United Kill Southampton. I just talked about it. More funky VAR. I I hate it. I want to get rid of it. It's the worst. They have Everton up next. Could be tough. Everton just pulled out their game. Leicester, it's sitting in third with a good win versus Fulham. Clinical, two goals. No Vardy, no Ndidi, no problem. Uh, Rodgers has got them humming. Young players are playing well. They've got Wolves next. Liverpool, again, we just chatted about it. They play City. Their season's on the line. I mean, they, they've they got to beat City. If they're not going to beat City, they are in trouble. Uh, but, you know, I still want to talk about Potter and Brighton. Uh, Webster was immense for Brighton. Uh, Brighton is just such a great team. If you want to find a team, you know Mike and I are in love with a couple teams. He's got Villa. I've got Brighton and Leeds. They're just, they're just why you watch football. They're fun. They're easy. They're fun to, play, fun to watch and worth it. The time again, West Ham, the hammers continue. They're in the top five, one point behind Liverpool. If they lose to the City, West Ham could be in the top four. They, um, yeah, another they had two goals from Jesse Lingard on loan from Manchester United. He was lost, he was such a big deal. He was in the 2014 World Cup squad, but, um, was it 2014? I don't know when the World Cup was. It might as well have been 14,000 years ago. Um, uh, but Lingard had two. Martinez, our favorite goalkeeper, Emmy Martinez, had a little bit of a rough go. Two of the goals, they were hit hard, but they did go through Martinez. He'd like to have those back and pull them back up. Villa losing their spark a little bit happens with young teams. They've been up and down, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing, losing. Uh, they'll get it back together. It's really hard to sustain Good play in the Premier League. Hey, I'm going to say it. David Moyes, coach of the year, kicking ass. Chelsea, if Mike was on, we would talk about Spurs versus Chelsea. Another bad performance from Spurs. But Chelsea, popping it around. They lose Thiago. Tuchel's a good coach. He knows what he's doing. He has work to do, I think. I think, you know, Chelsea still need to find a little defensive steal, make sure they don't give up goals in the counterattack. Uh, and Spurs are just, just terrible right now. Uh, but Chelsea Chelsea have Sheffield next, and Tuchel's about to find out what real English football is about. I think Sheffield has got the bit between their teeth. They had two results versus Chelsea last year. They didn't drop. They got four points off Chelsea last season, and, and they're starting to play well. So keep your eye on Sheffield versus Chelsea. Everton got a good win versus Leeds. Again, It was a Leeds game, so it was up and down, Uh, 2-1. Leeds tried to push at the second half, couldn't get it done. But Ancelotti has a tough team in Everton. They play hard. Calvert-Lewin got a goal again, so his first goal in seven. We talked about it in the preview. Where are they going to get the goals? If they can get Calvert-Lewin going again, they'll be in good shape. They have a big test versus United. Uh, But, you know, again, I don't trust United. Even when they score nine goals, who the fuck knows? And Spurs, oh god, Spurs sitting in eighth. Still have a game in hand. It's not the end of the world. They still have these cups. They're still kicking around. But they play West Brom, which Albion next. This is Big Sam's team. Relegation fight. If Spurs cannot muster an attack, the knives will be out. I mean, Mourinho just has to get this team fighting and playing to win, not sitting on its fucking hands. The fans can't take it. The team is too good to play that badly. It's really gone badly. Uh, Vitter, Villa is sitting in ninth. Still have a game and a half in hand, but they're sputtering. I haven't watched enough. The only thing I notice is that Barkley's back and something's wrong with the team. Uh, Barkley takes too many touches. I'm not sure. Uh, they have Arsenal next, so that should be good at Villa Park. And then Arsenal, like we talked about in 10th, lost to Wolves, played a good first half. Then Luis got sent off, gave up a PK. Midway through the second, Leno shits the bed again for handling outside the box. I'm not sure what goes on with Arsenal. They have a discipline problem. They've had nine red cards in the last 46 games. They've got Villa. Uh, This is a battle for 10th place. Uh, You know, lots of interesting stuff going on there. Relegation battle is still really tight. It's still Sheffield, West Brom, and Fulham. Sheffield just beat West Brom 2-1. So they are one point behind. They had no wins and now they have three in their last four. And so they're, they're starting to move West Brom of one, three in their their last five, excuse me. Um, So they are on 11 and West Brom are on 12 Fulham are on 14. So Sheffield United slowly moving up the charts. They were too good to be this bad. Um, uh, West Brom have spurs, but they look poor Uh, and then Fulham, we're getting draws when they needed wins, they lost to Leicester, you know, I think these, these are the teams that are going to go down, because Burnley is eight points ahead of them, it's going to take a miracle to get out of this, but I think Sheffield will actually be, will end up ahead of West Brom and, and Fulham, but I think Fulham, West Brom will definitely go down, but Sheffield looks like they they need a miracle, they have a According to the stats, stats, stats at Opta, they have a 10% chance of getting out of this. It would be a miracle. Uh, We went through some of the schedule, the big game, the big, big game is um, the biggest, now the the new biggest game in England, uh, Liverpool versus Manchester City. My team's playing well. They're popping it around. The only way I can see City losing this game is if they create chances but don't take them. A very normal problem that City has because their strikers are no... There are no strikers. So they seem to have midfielders running around trying to score goals. Gundogan was chipping in. Raheem Sterling is a below-average finisher. So he creates a lot of chances but misses them. He had two one-on-ones against Burnley. Missed them both. Um, Bernardo Silva did shoot finally. And that rebound led to Gabriel Jesus' goal. Gabriel puts himself around, but is not a clinical finisher. So City have a lot, create a lot of chances, but don't finish. One wrinkle that's come up is um, Améric Laporte is now playing left back for City. So City are now playing Diaz, Stones, and Laporte together. The thing that I I feel good about this game, uh, I used to be much more afraid of Liverpool is City don't give up goals. Six clean sheets in a row, 12 wins on the bounce. Uh, a, their next win will be the 13 in a row is uh, is a big number. So that's exciting. We've got Villa versus Aston, ver Aston Villa versus Arsenal Saturday early. Man United Everton Saturday at noon. So lots of good games, lots of things to talk about. I will either be sad or happy or broken, depending on whether City can destroy Liverpool's season. Mike will be back on Monday. This is the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast. We broadcast on Mondays and Thursdays. We review the Premier League. It's better when Mike's here. I go way too fast.